Quan, cut the music. We are back. Six inside episode nine. Usual crew minus Kylie. Uh, Kylie's taking a nap right now. So hope everything's going well over there. I was told wakey, not to say wakey. that, but whatever. Uh, breaking news really quick. We'll get into this. Tim Tebow, tight end, I guess, with the Jaguars. Next story, Patrick Baldwin committing to Milwaukee to play with his dad. Uh, Going to have those who know more than I about college basketball. Go ahead and talk about that. Schultz, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, it's cool. He's going to go play with his dad. That part's cool. From an NCAA perspective, it doesn't really affect anything. Uh, now, I guess UW-Milwaukee will be a 14 seed. Congratulations. But they're probably not going to make a splash if they even make the tournament. I could also just see them not. Because, to be honest, their roster is really not that strong uh, looking uh, past him. Um, their best player, Tejon Lucas, is transferring. He has a slew of schools that are looking after him. So, in terms of that, not going to impact the NCAA that much. Um, yeah, the only thing that I would say, if I'm a UW-Milwaukee fan, which I'd say there's about seven of, uh, they don't love that Patrick Baldwin as their coach, uh, the dad, so Patrick Baldwin Sr. Um, so, if he makes the tournament, he's probably going to end his contracts up at the end of the season. So, uh, if he makes the tournament, I could see him getting extended for another couple of years. And according to the few UW-Milwaukee fans, they are not loving his coaching tenure. So that would be the only thing that might affect them. Not like they had a great coach before with a little ball Jordan's like five and 20 season, but overall, whatever. Turny though. Yeah, true. Cool. Yeah, I think it's a waste. I'm annoyed that he went there because now I'm never going to see a, co- a college, de- a televised game of his because – we can have UW-Milwaukee UW, on national television. Um, so, yeah, I'm annoyed by that. Uh, they're irrelevant to me unless they make the tournament. I don't, I don't even think they're going to make the tournament. I was looking at their roster and the people they got returning, and they don't really have anyone who can play. And who knows if he's really even going to pan out. Like, he's going to be in a weak conference, so he's expected to do well, but who knows if he will. I've seen him play a few times. What do you think? Uh, he's, he's a lights out shooter. He's 6'10". He's going to be, I mean, and he's got a pretty good handle. He's pretty much the perfect player for, uh, the modern game. I mean, I wish he would have gone to Duke or something so we could have seen him play a high level, but he's going to work on shooting over six foot five centers, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, I think from a, from a draft perspective too, it can potentially make sense for him to go ahead and go over there. Uh, right now he's top five for a lot of people so he has he's pretty much invincible at this point if he's able to produce and score at least slightly he could go the Wiseman route if he wants and just not play anymore I don't think he'd do that to his dad but he also then has the excuse of oh you know my teammates aren't any good that's why I didn't perform well whereas at some of those bigger schools you'd have guys where they'd never been a third option in in their life they've never been anything other than a first option they have to go into that role and they don't succeed in that role so i think from a draft perspective it's definitely an interesting one to have that small school guy potentially hanging out at the top especially as someone that had larger offers on the table too so that's that's it for breaking news i think that's a record honestly about four minutes of breaking news so pretty exciting <laughs> week clearly uh we are going to bring in everyone's favorite guest uh jay caught Yep, I'm with you. All right, what you got for us this week? NFL schedule release, we got that. The NFL NFL schedule release tonight. This one, uh, so the Bengals have won the total of six games in the past two years. I think they're going to win over six games this year. 
I know that's probably just optimistic in me with the Bengals. But um what do you guys think? Uh, well, the Bengals, their roster is definitely certainly improving. Um, I think the biggest question will be whether or not Joe Burrow comes back at 100% right away. Uh, and if that's the case, I think they could definitely have the chance to. They were in a decent amount of games last year, so there's no reason why they couldn't maybe close those out the second year around. Joe Burrow has more weapons. Uh, maybe if a few more of those draft picks pan out, I don't see why not. Uh, the only issue is they kind of play in a pretty tough division, uh, playing the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns. So that would be my like main thing that uh, I'm wor- I'd be worried about if I was a Bengals fan wanting to win over six games. Yeah, um, so I, I wish he gave us like five or seven, but instead you had to give us right at the Vegas over-under line. Uh, they currently have uh, six and a half set as the line for wins. Looking at their opponents, I can comfortably say they're with the current team, knowing what we know currently about them. I'll, I will give them the edge over two opponents, maybe, just right off the get-go. <laughs> with a bunch of other coin flips. So I'm going to go under as of now until we get a little bit closer and we see full schedules officially come out. I I've avoided spoilers pretty well outside of the opening, uh, opening day game with the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm going to take the under for now until we get a little bit closer and we, mm-hmm. we can revisit this and uh, sometime over the summer. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a good one to yeah. revisit. Helen, do you have any input? Yeah, Helen, over or under? I'm going <laughs> under. I think the Bengals are trash. I'm going under. Hey, there we go. <laughs> you heard there it here first. Let's go. There we go. All right, next up. Let me hear the next one. Uh, next one. Uh, with going with the NBA and the playoffs starting soon, uh, I think the Lakers are minimally getting to the finals. Whoa. Yeah. That is wow. a hot take. Wow! Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hey, what do you mean? What do you mean? Minimally get into the finals? Like they're not gonna. They're like, either making no. the finals, or the finals, winning or winning it. Yeah. At the least, they're going to go ah. to the finals. <laughs> oh, I think man. at the at the most, they get out of the playoff or the play-in games. I I could see them stuff bouncing them in the first round. Yes, in the playoff. That was, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm at best, they're gonna be a seven or. A seven seed, right? Seven or an eight? They can make the... Uh, like seven or eight? Yeah. Uh, so, no, no, no. They can go anywhere from five to eight at this point. I think they lose any of those games. Like, if they're six through eight, I don't think they're winning against Utah, Phoenix, or Los Angeles. I think all three of those teams are going to beat them. Uh, obviously, health, a healthy roster is completely different, and a playoff LeBron is completely different with that mentality. So I could be completely mm-hmm. off base here, but just from even watching them all together, they still haven't looked outstanding. And Steph Curry is single-handedly creating the Warriors the hottest team in the in the West. So if they're in that play-in tournament, I I'd be nervous if I was a Lakers fan. Either of you guys, Aiden. Alden, you want to you wanna uh, hop in before I... No, I mean, Schultz pretty much said everything that I was thinking, especially with the Steph take. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to agree with Schultz on that one. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> My bad. I, I think just it's kind of crazy that we're at a point where we're looking strictly at first-round matchups for the Lakers. You know, this was the team that was really hyped up. I mean, shoot, they won the whole thing last year. Um, 
I think a lot of it comes down to, I think health wise, they'll be okay. I am, a, I'm more concerned about AD's health at this point than LeBron's. I understand LeBron's been struggling to come back. He'll be back on Saturday, I believe, but AD is working up so many injuries at this point. Like he just got another, I, I'm pretty sure over his last two games, he's gotten three new injuries with his back, his ankle, and then his, I think abductor last night. Um, his back has been his main problem, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, it's 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 not like, but still, they've all kind of cropped up over the last just two or three games or so. Um, looking at their opponents, I think I like the Jazz better than them. Clippers, absolutely, I like better than them. The Suns is an interesting one. If they, if Frank Vogel chooses to not play Drummond for twenty five minutes a game in a series against the Suns and instead goes to Gasol, for example, or literally any other center on the roster, more Marcus Hole, please, then they will have, I, I think that would absolutely be a winning matchup for them. So I, I disagree. I, I think this road is a very, very, very difficult road. I think yeah. the West this year too LeBron. is. I, hey, I, I respect that. I absolutely respect that. My biggest issue though is supporting Cap is going to have to do a lot more than I believe that yep. they're comfortable doing, which might don't get me wrong, they have some great pieces, but they're going to need a lot out of people that I don't know if they're capable of giving them what they need. One last thing to add to that, I just, even if they get past that first round matchup, then that's probably going to be a probably six game series, seven game series, then they're going to have to go right back into another dog yeah. fight of a series. So they're not only are they going to be battle tested uh, round one, they're going to get battle tested round two. And with those injuries already, I don't know how those bodies are going to hold up. Uh, a lot of players that they're going to have to rely on for minutes uh, in these series to like uh, supplement LeBron and AD. Those guys are already going to be tired from having just battling through all these games without those two in the first place. So I'm worried if I'm a Lakers fan. Luckily, I'm not. I'm a Bucks fan, and I'm also worried when we play the Heat in the first round. But that's for a little later discussion. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, just one last thing here, too. Looking at the teams that they would potentially be facing, the only teams at right now I can feel comfortable saying that the Lakers would take in a seven-game series, you have Portland and Dallas, to me, yeah. for teams that are like one through six seeds. I think Portland and Dallas are the only two that I could comfortably seeing them taking that series and, like, dang, they're sweeping them. Uh, mm-hmm. Denver, kind of up in the air, but I – they might have the edge there. That one's a little bit of a toss up. And then you start getting into that more treacherous territory there. So they would really have to get, if they do get through the plane, if they do get through that first round, I think they would need a little bit of help on the other end of either having one of their, one of those top seeds face a really, really good opponent and go seven or even get knocked out early. So I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I think I think it'll be very interesting, especially if they're in the playing game. That would be crazy because I think that would be insane to watch the Lakers uh, Warriors in a playing game. I, yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Lakers Warriors. Uh, I think the NBA also wants that. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's NBA. That's what it's lining up to be right now, too. So the way the playing game works: seven seed plays the eight seed, nine seed plays the ten seed. Loser of nine ten is done. They're out. Winner of the nine ten plays the loser of the seven eight seed to then the get that seed. last remaining. Yeah, for the eight seed to get that last remaining <laughs> spot. Go. 
that would be so. Wait, 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 wait. Explain that one more time. So here's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah. So as of today, if it were to be today, the Lakers would play the Warriors. Okay. With the winner qualifying as the higher seed in the playoffs, so winner gets the seven seed. Okay. The nine seed would play the ten seed, so the Grizzlies would play the Spurs. The loser of that game is out of the playoffs, and the winner will play the loser of the seven eight game for that last uh, playoff team. Okay. So whoever oh, wow, the 9-10 is, if for a 9-10 to make it, they need to win two games in a row. Okay. Got it. So it should be an exciting uh, – and that's, of course, that's Monday th- – or that's Tuesday through Thursday of next week will be the planned tournament. Gotcha. So hype. I'm excited. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah. So going into the last, last hot take, which I for this, it's not really even that much – not really a hot take. It's more of just a question I have. And it's MLB related. Are the Dodgers going to miss the playoffs? They're 19 and 17 right Shots now. and aides can take this one. Aiden, so you want to like, start? Yeah. Like, start. Um, you want to start? I can go. I can go. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they will. I don't think the road's going to be nearly as easy as others, including myself, I'm sure, at some point have painted it out to be. Uh, I think, you know, if assuming that that NL West is strong, I was not mm-hmm. expecting this specifically from the Giants. I thought the Padres would be good. Uh, I think they're they're about meeting my expectations at this point. You know, Blake Snell, love the guy to death. I don't think he's really all that crazy good. I think he'll give you like four or five innings, maybe get 10 strikeouts and then throw 120 pitches in those five innings. So with the Dodgers specifically, I like their roster a lot. Uh, injuries have definitely been a concern of theirs. I think they'll, I think in the end they'll get it done, but they're certainly, I, I can't blame them for starting to sweat. I don't know if they'll get the division, which is crazy to think, but I feel pretty comfortable slotting them ahead of some of the other potential wild card teams that they would have to compete for for that first or second spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I could also just see them winning the division. Uh, there's just enough uh, parity within that division, within every division, but there's specifically uh, between those top three teams where it's not like the Dodgers are down by 10 games, you know, like they're, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. They're, I think they'll probably make the playoffs. I don't know if they win the division, but they have way too strong of a team with yeah. all those great pitchers, great hitters, great bullpen. Like they have way too many things that like there just have to be a lot of injuries. Now, if we talk about maybe Trevor Bauer getting injured or Clay- mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw missing an extended period, that would be another thing. But right now they're relatively healthy. They're just in a slump. Teams are in slumps all the time throughout the MLB. So the beauty about baseball with statistics, it kind of all evens itself out. And usually the best teams end up still making the playoffs and the best teams still show that they're the best teams. It's not really a luck thing. Uh, so I still think the Dodgers are probably the best team in the MLB. Therefore, I would assume they'll probably still make the playoffs, like I said, <laughs> less barring injuries. Uh, real quick, uh, we had some breaking news here. Dwayne Casey agrees to a contract extension with the Pistons extending through 2024. Interesting. So that's a perfect segue. Shout out Woj for breaking that one down, allowing us to transition <laughs> into the NBA here. Uh, you have the third biggest tanking team i think second biggest uh extending their head coach so let's let's go around real quick hot first off thank you very much i appreciate that always a pleasure having you so yeah Dwayne casey extension here uh i want to get your thoughts on that uh i mean if i guess 
main thing for me, they have a solid little young core. Um, if the players liked him, I don't see why not. Uh, he, I don't think he's probably going to be the coach that'll put them over the top, but they're definitely at least three years away from the top. So if he's going to curate a little bit of development, player development with guys like Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, uh, Killian Hayes, is that his yep. name? And yep. Dumbaya. Yep. Uh, with those guys, if they all like him and they're comfortable with him, especially those two foreign, uh, the European guys, um, I feel like switching up scenery for them isn't the best for their development. So I think it's more so a development move, uh, more so, more than a vote yeah. of confidence for Dwayne Casey. Right. Yeah. No, I feel like if they're resigning them, was it through 2024, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So that I feel like they've got, they've got to like them. Like they got to like them within the program and sign them for another three years. Um, and, you know, I feel like if, some coaches like if the program likes them and they are building a good culture there and they see that, you know, like this coach is doing like good things, like doing things we like, then even if he doesn't have a winning record, he'll sign up for more. Yeah. I think he's, uh, he's dealt with the cards. Uh, he's been handed decently this year. Of course they have the, second worst record in the league right now. They're game up on OKC for the second overall pick or second best odds, I guess. Top three all have the same, so it don't really matter. Um, but yeah, no, they've been developing. Killian Hayes has been a stud since coming back from his injury. Uh, I've been really, really happy to see him. I liked him a lot pre-draft. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll start there here. Uh, the bottom side of what's pretty much to what can happen here. Uh, pick wise. So the Rockets first round selection is protected top four. They are locked into having the worst record in the league. The other picks that could potentially convey the Timberwolves pick will go to Golden State, assuming it does not fall within the top four. Currently, the T-Wolves have the one, two, three, four, five, sixth worst record in the NBA. So assuming whatever the highest odds would be, it currently would involve a top six or potentially a top five pick going over to Golden State. So that's that's what's happening at the bottom. I felt like we had to mention the tank. Oklahoma City is quite possibly the worst team I have ever seen. They currently do not have the longest losing streak in the league, though. Cleveland has lost 11 straight. OKC's lost 11 straight, but they're getting outscored by 11 per game and have the largest point differential in a 25-game span in NBA history at minus 490. So away from the bad teams, let's move on to the good teams here. Uh, we'll, we'll start in the East. Whatever you guys want to talk about in the playoff race here for Eastern Conference specifically, we could do playing, we could do seeding battles, whatever you guys want to get into. Schultz, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, I think playing's pretty much decided, right? I mean, seven through 10, it's more so who's going to be that seven and eight seed between yep. those three. Uh, so I, would playing be like the nine, 10 Pacers, yeah. Wizards? Zara, and then seven eight right now. And so the Bulls eight. haven't been the Bulls haven't been eliminated, but I believe a, okay. either a Wizards win or a Bulls loss would effectively eliminate them from. Okay, I think it would the officially are, eliminate them. Actually, yeah. the Bulls are they're, three back. And, yeah, they're three back with four? I think three. Three to go, I think. What is it? It's seventy two this season, right? Yeah. If it's a seventy two, if it's a seventy two game season, they have three yeah. games left. Yeah. So they would need the Wizards to lose every single one. And I'm assuming the Bulls have that tiebreaker too, if uh, if they haven't been eliminated yet. Yeah, so exactly. right now, right now we're looking at the Celtics as the seven seed, Hornets as the eight seed, Pacers as the nine seed, and then Wizards as the ten seed. 
Okay. I mean, looking at that, I would assume the Celtics are going to be the seventh seed. I don't really see a way that they lose to any three of those teams. I think even ah, I guess not. Jalen Brown's gone. We didn't talk yep. about that yet. That's Jalen Brown. That's yeah. that's pretty big. Uh, and Marcus Smart's injured. I don't know what his ailment is, but he's definitely out right now. Uh, looking at the rosters, you would assume the Pacers make that eight seed just based off of talent, but it's the Pacers, and like we touched on last episode, they aren't really in the best place uh, coaching-wise right now. I kind of like the Wizards to make it just because I think they're really hot, and if they can get Bradley Beal back in time, um, I don't see a reason why they couldn't push that eight seed, and that would be, in terms of teams the Sixers want to play, I feel like they probably want to play the Wizards the least out of those four teams, just because Bradley Beal and Russell Wilson, they're not, or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, they're not going to they're not going to win the series, but they could definitely take a game or two off of you, which is just annoying being the one seed, uh, just having to play an extra game and having to travel an extra day. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm the Sixers, I'm rooting for probably the Hornets to take that eight seed, just roster-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think the Pacers just have been, like, so inconsistent this year. Like, I feel like they show flashes that they can be really good with Sabonis and Brogdon. But then other times you're like, where where are these players? Like they're not doing anything. Um, more Brogdon because I think Sabonis has been pretty like consistently good throughout oh, yeah. the year. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't bet against Mr. Triple Double right now. It seems like Westbrook's on a on a mission. And if they get, is do you know if Bradley Beal is supposed to be back in time for this playing game? He he. Sh- it would be an absolute disaster if he wasn't. Okay. It's, it it yeah. sounds like he'll miss the rest of the season, like regular season. Gotcha. And then he should be – he's going to be reevaluated Friday. Okay. So if they if they clear Bradley Beal and they have Bradley Beal and Westbrook, I say the Wizards beat the Pacers and they take that um, – so they would, they would go to the – They play the Celtics or the Hornets. Yes. Yeah. Which everyone loses. Yeah. And honestly, I could see them beating both those teams too. So I could see them taking the, uh, the eight seed and playing the 76ers. And I, I think there's I, I'm I'm of the belief I think there's gonna be a lot of movement here at the bottom too. Uh the Wizards are within one game of both the Pacers and the Hornets. So that race for the eight seed is going to be absolutely massive because if you end up getting to that eight seed, you get two games essentially. So tonight the Wizards are playing the Hawks, which should be a very, very good game. Um of course, you know, the Wizards, that's almost must win territory for them. One to clinch the spot and two to potentially move up. Uh, neither of the other teams are playing tonight, both the Hornets and the Pacers. Uh, neither of those guys are playing tonight, so there won't be much more movement outside of that. But there's potentially, there's a lot, like that eight seed specifically I'm looking at here, the Hornets and the Pacers, they both have the same win-loss. Uh, Hornets have the tiebreaker over them, mm-hmm. um, but it's there can be a lot of movement here. So that should be really interesting. I think other seeds... Uh, one, two, and three. I, I see no. I don't. I don't see a way Philly throws away the one seed. Yeah, no. Two seed and the three seed. Do you guys think there's much of a difference between those two this year in the no. East? Well, you know? what do you mean? Like, so there, there's a one game difference between the. Yeah, I'm saying potentially having to play the six seed versus the seven seed. Do you think there's all that much of a difference? Uh, yeah. Uh, it depends who the six seed is. Right. Uh, so. I'd much rather be the sub or the two seed, I guess. So yeah, I, I think there's a huge difference, especially yeah, sure. me being a Bucks fan. I'm yeah. definitely I'd rather 100% rather play the Celtics, assuming that we're the seven seed, than 
any of the other three, except for maybe the Hawks. If the Hawks slip to that sixth seed, that would be fine. Otherwise, I'm, I would hate to play the Heat is yeah, the, could, the yeah. nightmare matchup. <laughs> that's, that's the only team I really, really, really don't want to play. I will say this, a, like series a, against the, a series against the Knicks, too, that would be some of the ugliest basketball oh. I think we would ever see just because that team defensively, let me see where they're at. I think points per yeah, game. Yeah, the Knicks, the Knicks are really good defensively. Points per game, they are, really good. they are the best defensive team in basketball right now. They allow 104 points per game, which is nuts that that's not the best defensive team in basketball. But yeah. Tibbs yeah. has those I guys mean, playing. It's it's great. I see it's supposed to be Bucks versus Knicks. Yeah, as of right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right all three now. of the the four, five, and six, they have the same record, so mm-hmm. that could switch pretty easily. But right now, the tiebreaker is Atlanta has the four seed. Uh, I think Atlanta's probably the weakest out of those three, just because of injuries. You never know who's healthy on Atlanta. Yep. They literally always have people sitting out. Is Trey Young back yet? I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey played against the uh, Wizards. I think. Last night, two nights ago, whenever uh, Russ got the triple-double record, I think that was Monday. Yeah. As a neutral, I'm. this is definitely one of the most wide-open playoff races in uh, recent memory, for sure, mm-hmm. besides the bubble, which is kind of just a random anomaly instead of, yep. like, actual chaos. But yeah. I'm pretty excited. Uh, what Aiden, who do you think's going to end up being that six? Or who do you want to see the Bucks play? Who do you want to see? Well, I guess, actually, I'm going to pose this question. Four yeah. five, because that'll be the obviously the most fun matchup. Oh probably. lord! Uh, I think I want. I'd love to see. This isn't just because like uh, I want the Heat and the Hawks to play each other. I think I Hawks, think that would Heat. be a phenomenal series. Oh my lord, that would be so fun. Uh, I I've caught a few last few of the Hawks games. I mean, you'd have shooters on both sides, pretty much going back and forth. Uh, yeah, I feel like the offense in those games. Would- the Pretty offense of those games would be absolutely crazy. You'd yeah. have the battle of the bigs down low too with, uh, you know, with uh, Capella and uh, how am I blanking? Bam, bam. Thank you. <laughs> Capella and bam down there. I, bam. Uh, I think that would be, that would be really cool. I think the worst possible matchup, Knicks bucks would suck. Uh, <laughs> ugly basketball. Um, I love you that. You have the Knicks most points too. per game. If we want to talk about le- the bucks average the most points. Per yeah. Game. I just, I think the way that yeah, I think the way that the Bucks get their points though, it's versus the way sure. that the Knicks play defense, I think that would be a clash of styles. That it's like that. While it's interesting, I think it would result in very very ugly uh, basketball. I Sixers, I totally agree. Sixers got to be thrilled right now. I think even the Nets too. None of those none of those matchups really scare me. Um, what if you're Phoenix? What do you think if you're Phoenix? All right, right now? so let, let's bump over to the West. <laughs> Jack just, uh, Jack no, just wow. sent hey, the no, West. That's what that's <laughs> what I'm, what no, I'm, I'm looking at that matchup, and that one interests me. I think that would be interesting. So, oh, Phoenix will be sweet. Yeah. I think Phoenix is kind of screwed here, honestly. Uh, I, I think they should be, tank for the three seed. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I, I think uh, if you're Phoenix, who do you want to play? If you're Phoenix, uh, I'm going to say the Lakers is the optimal out of the two because you're playing either the Lakers or the Warriors. I think the Lakers is the better matchup for you. Uh, I like Golden State's um, Steph Curry better, (laughs) pretty much. Um, And those guys have been playing really well, too, you know, with the questions that the Lakers do have. They got a huge win last night where they played some very, very solid defense. Wiggins scored 38 last night. Yeah, Well, yeah, even with the Warriors, too, they had – both both teams had huge wins last night. You know, that yeah. Knicks-Lakers game was 
a very, very entertaining one as well. Um, but I would want, I would want the Lakers, I guess. And I still, I don't even want the Lakers. I, this is, this is horrible for, (laughs) this is a horrible situation for a two seed to be in. So let's, uh, I'm going to go down to the playing game really quick. So as of today, it's Lakers versus Warriors and then Grizzlies versus Spurs. There's potential movement here. Uh, if the Spurs win uh, at any point in time, I believe they will lock up the 10th seed. They're currently up two and a half games on the Pelicans and the Kings. So it would have to be an absolute monumental collapse by the Spurs, which honestly, I would be fine with. They play Brooklyn tonight. So yeah, they'd be sweating uh, a little bit. The Spurs are definitely sweating a little bit. So they've got to close the season, the Spurs are going to have. Nets, Knicks, Phoenix, Phoenix. And they just need one of those. Uh, one game to clinch it. They, uh, they might, no. I think they need two. Two, they need okay. two I think. I think they oh, need two. Gonna, that's going to be tough. Whereas New Orleans has Dallas, Golden State, Los Angeles. That one's tough. And then the Kings have Memphis, Memphis, Utah. Kings oh. have the most doable way of pulling that off. But even Give me so, the Pelicans. I want the Pelicans. I would love the NBA wants the NBA wants the Pelicans. Well, Zion's done. <laughs> Zion's out. So. Oh, you're right. He broke. The NBA doesn't give a yeah. shit oh, about the Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got uh, the finger thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah they still yeah. have they still have Lonzo. They, they still have Lonzo, Lonzo but and Lamello, at, as of right now, games. the the safe bet would be the Spurs. So there is still a little bit of uh, movement potentially here. The uh, Grizzlies are 14 back of the one seed. Golden State is 13 and a half back. So there's only a half game separating the Warriors and the Grizzlies. There's two and a half between the Lakers. So I don't see the Warriors jumping the Lakers. But the Lakers are currently only one game back at Portland and Dallas. But also both of those teams do have the tiebreak over the Lakers. So the Lakers would have to finish a game up of either Portland or Dallas to force one of those teams down. So going back to Phoenix, I think if I'm Phoenix, I'm rooting for one of Portland or Dallas to fall into that seven seed, beat Golden State in a playing game, and then we face them in the first round. Because other yeah. than that, there is not an easy matchup here for them as a seven seed. Well, they just yeah, you'd you'd hope I guess maybe the Grizzlies overtake the Warriors. That would be the other way. Yeah, that is the other way. You're right. Yeah, but that would be that'd be a miracle. Yeah, I I mean just looking at the play in games, I think we're gonna probably be looking at Lakers and Warriors as those seven eight seed. Whether like that. First game is going to just determine who's the seven seed. And if Steph Curry continues to drop 40 points a game and then Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins turn into all-stars. Yeah, Jordan Poole is a bucket. (laughs) He scored 20 points his last two games. He's channeling his inner, what was that, round of 32 against Houston? like When he hit the buzzer beater? Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, that was sick. He's a Milwaukee boy. Shout out. (laughs) Then they have – I also love Juan Anderson. (laughs) Because he was – Dude, that guy was played for Marquette, and his I think his career high in points is like a fifteen point game his senior year. He didn't even I don't even think he started until his senior year, and now he play, and he was in the Mexican league. He's got a, an amazing story. Uh, he's just like the most one of the easiest guys to root for. It's kind of he's like a like a Draymond Light. You can see, and also we got to shout out Draymond. He's been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's pretty not obviously Steph's been the reason why they've won, but without Draymond, they're still probably not winning those games. Right. Draymond can do, is literally doing everything for this team uh, that Steph isn't, which is score like. Did you see Draymond's quote? Oh, dude, that's the hardest. About that we believe. I read that yeah. and I just started. Somebody just say it. it. Somebody say yeah. it, or I'll play it. I don't know. Say it. Say it. 
Uh, let me pull it up here. Let me go to my Twitter. Um, it was so Draymond was asked about, you know, how, how do you guys feel about the comparisons to the We Believe Warriors? He said, We're not, no, we believe 2.0. We got fucking Steph Curry, which is <laughs> I read so that. I got hyped. I was pumped. I got the chills, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, that That's is a cool. great quote. That's a great quote. Yeah. I mean, that should just solidify stuff as like the best point guard of all time, which we'll yeah. talk about. We'll have, we'll have those discussions <laughs> too over the summer. Um, it's also with Memphis too. I want to talk about Memphis. They are getting guys back from injury. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is back. He's not. He's probably not playing tonight. Valanciunas is also back for them. So I feel like Memphis or San. I, Memphis, I feel like has just not been talked about at all this year. I honestly feel like they're not that good. I'm surprised that they're the ninth seed because every time I check out the scores, just because like I want to mm-hmm. see when Sean's playing. Usually they're losing, and usually yeah, they're not it's, playing well. I, it's a it's a team of like John Morant's like clearly the number one there. Obviously he's good, but the rest of the guys, it's like they have these like average to above average role players. Like they have a the, lot of they they play like everybody's like six seven on that team. Yeah, they're huge. I think the Dylan Brooks is pretty good. I think they're true Dylan like number Brooks two is though is I, I I really really like Jaron Jackson Jr. So oh, him being he's, hurt, he's a stud. Him being hurt for a lot of this year, that's really hurt them. Desmond Bain was no, a huge surprise for me too. Mm. Um, oh, Desmond Bain's been sick. Shout out, he's an indie guy. Yeah, Bain's been Bain's been awesome. So they've been a and Kyle Anderson's one. been a pretty solid. He was a solid pickup yeah, for them too. Kyle Anderson right now too. He's he was in talks for I believe most improved player. Uh, it's, I can see uh, he's not going to win, but he, he if won't he gets win, like a boat. He'll get a boat cool. thrown his way, which will be pretty cool. Um, Spurs. I don't think we really need to talk about them. Uh, We'll also have a preview show too before the playing tournament, probably coming out on Monday or Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, Moon to the top of the conference. I think I, I don't really see any difference between the three seed or the four seed here. Um, I think the four seed might honestly, or I, is there really a difference between the three and the four here in the West? I think either. I think they'll both be. I, it would just be. Uh, would you rather play the Suns or the Jazz? I, I meant like the uh, from the other way. So from the Clippers and the Nuggets perspective, like for their potential opponents. So like yeah. Trailblazers, Mavericks. Do, do you yeah, think no, that's that's what I'm saying? I don't think they care. Oh, I, like I, the I, got it. Yeah, because the <laughs> gotcha. three seed will be playing. It's working. It's working. It's the, it's the next round after. <laughs> yeah, we're we're skipping ahead here. Got gotcha. you. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't th- I don't think they're worried about the five or the six seed in that case. Right. So I, it's whether or not you want to play the Jazz or the Suns, assuming they both advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'd rather play the Suns, but then you might have the potential of playing the Lakers with yeah. a full or the Warriors depending. So I don't know. I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think, I honestly think it's going to be a lot of fun. These, oh, I'm yeah. looking at all the teams right now and I honestly don't know who's going to win. If Jamal Murray was uh, still on the, or was healthy, this would be even like one yeah. through four would just be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. Is he definitely uh, out? For, yeah. Uh, yeah, he yeah. he tore his ACL. He tore his so ACL. He's, okay. he's done. I mean, MPJ's resurgence has been they've amazing. They've improved almost since. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what. Through Jokic. It, it was named after there was some player. I'll get it for the start of the next podcast episode where it's like when you one of your best players gets injured, everyone else automatically improves because they get more touches. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's something Reddit hyped up a ton way back when. But uh, shout out Reddit. In, in this case, uh, yeah, for real. Uh, in this case, it is uh, it is pretty true. Michael Porter Jr. has been 
absolutely phenomenal for them. Yeah, that's so true. I remember when we were watching uh, Illinois basketball. Sorry, we're going to college. But uh, when I think it was Io was out and T. Frazier stepped up and dropped like mm. 30 points and they won. And I was like, he's doing so well because he doesn't have Io who's usually like taking all the yep. touches, taking all the shots. That's definitely a thing. It's that and you don't yeah. feel like you need to pass or like you don't have yeah. to feel like you need to give up your shot for a guy that you think is going to get the better shot. Exactly. Which, I mean, usually it does. And Jamal Murray is super inconsistent too. So like if he's having a bad night, it's going to affect the entire team. I feel so horrible I too. Just playing... he, he started he started putting it together right before he got hurt too. Like yeah. he he had that really really hot stretch. It was like okay, he's finally turned the corner here, being the guy we saw in the bubble, living up to the extension, and then bang toward ACL, another injury in this injury ridden season. Oh, the Heat also the Heat lost Victor Oladipo today too. No. So well, I I don't think they really care about that to be honest. Yeah. I didn't hear my dinners ready. Yeah. Uh, so with, with that being said, uh, we are going to wrap this one up with finals predictions here. It is still early. We don't even know what final seating is going to be or playing tournaments. Who's actually going to make it. So pre playing game finals predictions. Schultz, I'll start with you. Give us predictions and then winner. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll be a Homer, even though it's not, uh, no, I won't be, I'm going to go nets. Uh, we'll go Nets Clippers. I'm going to go, I'm going to go freaky, but I think Nets and the, I think the Nets out of the East is just, I think they're the best team in the East, unfortunately. And I think the Clippers, I don't know. I just, I really like how their roster is constructed and I think they have a great chance at making it. Uh, it just depends if playoff P is actually going to be a, a meme or a real thing this year. <laughs> so, and then I, I'll, I'll, I think the Nets are going to win the championship. Unfortunately, shout out Higgs. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'm really liking the Nets on the East, and I, I really like Phoenix uh, on the West. I think, I honestly think it doesn't matter who they play between the Lakers, Golden State. I think it'll be a good series, but I think CP3 and Book are really, really good. I think CP3, like adding him to their roster, it's like a different team. Like they, they ended, they went undefeated in the bubble last year. Like they showed that they were good, they belonged, but. Adding CP3, they're really good. And the games I've watched from Phoenix, I'm like, damn. Like, I wouldn't want to play Phoenix, and I think they're good enough to win the championship. I don't put them beating the Nets in the championship. I like that. I love the Suns. I, oh, yeah. The Suns are so likable. Like, DeAndre Aiden, CP3, Book, I love Booker. Mikhail Bridges, um, I love Bridges. And Mikhail Bridges, too. Yeah, love Bridges. Yeah, so I'm, I'll I'll wrap it up here. I'm not going to pick the Nets. I'm going to Sixers. I don't want it to be the same. Um, I've been super high on that Sixers team, though. Embiid, Beast, Simmons, Defensive Player of the Year candidate. He'll be runner-up. Um, and then some of the other pieces that they have on the team have just been really, really solid additions this year. You know, you got uh, I, Danny Green gets... Uh, shit on a lot, but Danny Green is he's still, ass. He's still he's he still can be a valuable playoff contributor. Tobias Harris is at oh a decent God, season. You got Danny George Green. Hill, you got Seth Curry. So I think you have a lot of those pieces when when you compare their roster versus some of their opponents' rosters of like who has the best. Let, let's say you take five players and put them up like you're drafting essentially. It's like you're picking your team. How many of their players would you pick over someone else's? I feel like in any series that isn't against the Nets you might end up having three bucks might be another conversation, but with where they're positioned right now, they're only going to play either the nets or the bucks. Yeah. They won't have to play both. So they they're seated very well on the other side. I really like that Clippers team. It's the same exact situation. I 
their role players are awesome. Uh, they just need modest production out of them, honestly. If they can just keep giving them what they've given them the entire year, they should be able to pull it off. Uh, West is tough this year, though. When you look at those, I'll say the top three seeds right now of Jazz, Suns, and Clippers, we – We've talked about the Jazz a little bit, but like that's we a solid. Talk team. about the Jazz at all? <laughs> like, they, you know, they got the Defensive Player of the Year. They got Donovan Mitchell. They got the two leading Six Man of the Year candidates. Jordan Clarkson's probably going to bring it home, but they've been solid. So I've really, it's this is the hardest I've ever had to pretty much like look at a playoff bracket and been like, oh, you know, I can't really, I can't see it one which way because I feel like all these top teams have their own kind of distinct identities. And it's been, it's been a while since we've seen that even last year with the bubble, you know, it's Mickey Mouse ring, whatever the hell you want to call it. But (laughs) we didn't, we didn't have this. We didn't have it where it was like, you have these distinct identities that are going to be clashing. You know, you got the Knicks who they want to grind you down. Uh, And then on the other side, you got the Warriors who it's like Steph Curry is going to single-handedly carry us uh, hero ball, whatever you want to call it. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. We we should be back on Monday or Tuesday for a plan preview. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe, and that's it. Later. Peace.